Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Sorry, I didn't have any other podcasts for you last week. Totally my fault. Really, my internet provider's fault because they cut my internet line. uh, And I lost my internet for several days. And I was so miffed and so peeved. Uh, I did have to do... Uh, the daily ding. I had to go to my in-laws' house to do that. <laughs> it was I was just furious. But I've got my internet back now. We've got the pod back now. Glad to be back. If you're following us on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed to that YouTube channel. And uh, also, you can hit this little bell, and you'll get notifications as to when we go live. And you can join us, which is always fun. Uh, with me, as always, on Mondays is McKelly Barra. McKelly, what's up? We had a game. We had a we, real basketball game. We had a real live basketball game. Uh, shout out to Christos, who's always joining us on the stream from Greece. It's great. So glad that you could join us. The Thunder beat a just an awful Hornets team who would like to be good. They really would. They're really trying to be good. That team sucks. Like that team is terrible. Uh, it's it was almost. I mean, it was just kind of infuriating to watch them. The Thunder beat this team. They shoot forty percent from three, but only thirty nine percent from the field overall. And the Thunder shoot twenty seven percent from three. And the Thunder still beat them. It's because that team sucks, McKelly. That team is terrible. Yeah, that team is terrible. And the worst part is that they are not trying to be terrible and this is no, this is when you know that everything is going awfully bad for a franchise is when you have a plan and you are not executing it uh the right way i mean if you want to be good um just either wait one year or make yes. like better moves yeah because like whatever they did it's really not working it's savageable. I mean, you, you can also you can always trade like Cody Zeller, Malik Monk, and Bismarck Biombo for Al Orford, to name yeah. one. Just Take have him. good players. Like you have Rozier and Graham, and you cannot bank on one good season from them to build your future, especially when you have a rookie that looks good to play. And well, whatever. Uh, yeah. It's it's. <clears throat> They're it's, infuriating. It's Charlotte. It's just... Yeah, they're horrible. Just, yeah. They're absolutely horrible. Yeah. Uh, the Thunder are not absolutely horrible. Their bench, the Thunder bench is super terrible. We've got Tank mm-hmm. Commander Hamadou Diallo coming off the bench, uh, missing shots, but gra- grabbing his own <laughs> grabbing his own misses, <laughs> which is just really funny. Uh, Miguel Devella, what's up from the Philippines? Thanks for joining. Uh, long man, time listener, Miguel. Long Devella. time listener, yes, yeah. very active listener. We appreciate you. Yeah, uh, man, their bench is terrible, but their starting lineup is is way too competent. Like just yeah. way too competent. Everybody was good. Dort came back after looking kind of, I mean, actually like looking pretty bad in the preseason, and looked like his old self. Fifteen points, five boards, two assists. He was great. George Hill. Lights out. Eight of nine from the field. Twenty-one points. Three three assists. Yeah. Four boards. He was awesome. Horford, 
missed. He he took five shots, which is just like the most Al Horford thing he could have possibly done is take five shots in 29 minutes. But he did it. He contributed in other ways. 13 rebounds, three assists, only three points. Uh, And then like the stars of the show, uh, Shea Gildas Alexander, 24, 7 and 9. And then Darius Baisley, 15 and 10. Dude, both have taken... It's one game, but I think that you can fairly conclude that they've both taken a leap. Shout out to Mm -hmm. Tim Rieger from Kansas. Yeah, I mean, Shea, I think Shea um, did a lot of things that, like, they were there last season, and a few that weren't. I mean, the passing, the... He made really a point of involving everyone in, in, yeah. in the offense. Um, he willingly searched for open trees and, and stuff like that. And I think that with a normal, well, normal, with a league average, I'm not sure that league average will ever be normal uh, for this team, but um, uh, with a league average performance from three, you would probably got Shea in double-double yeah. uh, points and, re- and, and assists and very close to a triple-double, um, yeah. which, like... There were a, a few uh, league-wide. Well, anyway, Baisley, I mean, he's comfortably dribbling himself into an open pull-up yep. from mid-range. And he has no doubt but to take that, sh- that shot. He, he is into everything that he's doing. Like, he has no hesitation. He knows what to do. He's great on defense. He's gobbling rebounds. If he plays, like, 40 minutes is probably like something 20 plus 15, which is outrageous. He <laughs> was just awesome. And defensively, yeah. he's not like a guy that doesn't care. He clearly cares. Now, he, he makes mistakes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Defensively, everyone will do. Against Award, sometimes you, you can make mistakes. The guy was an all-star. So you're, an, you're allowed to make mistakes on defense. But offensively... I mean, again, I have to, I have to really look back, but he was very, very good. I didn't yeah. see many mistakes from him. No, but he's becoming the guy that we kind of hoped he could be, and mm-hmm. we've seen it from guys in the past where, like, you have a solid rookie season, and you come back and you didn't really add anything. I mean, Terrence Ferguson is like the definition of that for the Thunder, right? Where yeah. his rookie season, you saw these flashes where you're like, oh, wow. And you even have, and like freaking Paul George. We got Paul George like pumping him up like, oh, that's how I looked in my rookie season. Like, shut yeah. up, Paul. Like, shut up, Paul. You know? Shut up, yes. <laughs> it got everybody just yeah. so hyped up. And he just comes back and he's like, oh, he's kind of the same guy, you know? Well, the second year was good. Like, he had that month where he should, like, 40-something yeah, percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he didn't He was good anything. in defense. The third, he just, the third. He just shot yeah. well. Yeah. Yes. And you can argue that the two best games of Terrence Ferguson were in his rookie season, which is never a good thing to say yeah, about the player. Yeah, it's, it's never a good thing. Yeah, Tim With says Baisley. he's way off, way off P again. I mean, that was a that was a shot going off the backboard in the Western Conference semifinals. That's what that was. That Terrence yeah. Ferguson comment. My goodness, he's DMP in Philly, where they are dying to get people to to take shots and like, yeah, 
<sighs> and he will be all season. Like you look through at their rotation, and there's just not any room for him. Anyways, my point was that we've had guys that have had good rookie seasons, like Baisley did, and then come mm-hmm. back and you're kind of the same guy. Baisley's not the same guy. Nope, at all. I mean, he is confident. He's comfortable taking shots from anywhere on the court. He wants defensive assignments that are challenging, mm-hmm. and. He's, he's a stat sheet stuffer. 15, 10, an assist, a steal, two blocks, only one turnover. Only And also, in 33 minutes, this is huge, huge progress. Yeah. One foul. One. Yeah. That is massive progress for him. And yeah. to really only have one foul from him, three fouls from Dort, and they both played basically 33, Dort 35 minutes, that's massive progress for those two to yeah. come in in their second year and defend and defend well without fouling. That's to me, that's, that's a huge indicator of progress. Yeah. And let's talk a bit about, about Dort because of course um, he had 30 points in the playoffs and that will always be yeah. awesome. But if we look at the way in which he played last night, I think that he played a very, very good offensive game. He was complete, he was cutting, he was moving, he was using his size and strength to bully people at the rim and get easy baskets. And he took his threes. I mean, he didn't uh, shy away from the threes. He was just way more balanced. I mean, four threes and how many? It was probably like 12 shots, so eight uh, two-pointers, which were one long two that I really didn't understand, but happened somehow, and yeah. seven shots at the rim. That is very good distribution. And this is something that we didn't see from Dort. Uh, we saw glimpses of that, of a guy that was able to attack off the dribble, but he, he really used that as a, his primary weapon which is something that they didn't do last season, was not entirely comfortable on doing that. So mm-hmm. I really like that. And, and again, offensively, really well. Defensively, was just sensational. It was just all over the place. And in the third quarter, when OKC really uh, made the, um, like the run that decide the game, almost, well, in the end, yes, but with, uh, <laughs> with a few drama uh, moments, dramatic moments, uh, right. he was the best defender on the court. It was just everywhere. And Mm. I mean, I love to watch these guys develop. Mm -hmm. I just love that. Yeah. Sam Presti's got some work to do, McKelly. Yeah. Because he had his draft last last year, the 2019 draft, was too good. Like he was, he did too well. He picked Dort up off the scrap heap. He drafted Darius Baisley. Both very good players starting level players already and not even in like a forced way like i think these guys start on lots of teams around the nba mm-hmm. they don't start for every team like basically won't start for every team but these guys start for a lot of teams and they just have to find landing spots for george hill and al horford at least just like ship george hill off like pretty quick because he's he's way too good like this this starting lineup too good to tank way too good to tank yeah. uh and if they're going to play, and I love the minute distribution from all of them, even George Hill in 24 minutes, it's like, that's too much, too much. <laughs> get, get him out of here. <laughs> it's like he didn't even play that much. Uh, but we got to get him out of here. And then you, 
I love the. I just love the minutes distribution for this team. I mean, Mark Degnault tried. He played Tommy twenty minutes. He's really trying. He played Kendrick Williams sixteen minutes. He's trying. Yeah. He's trying to get. Yeah, the, he's he trying is. to get the loss here. <laughs> I, I'm joking. Like that's all tongue in cheek for sure because. This team is this team wants to win. Like the the guys, the the coaching staff, the players on the court, they want to they're playing to win games. And it's yeah. the job of Sam Presti and his staff to get them to where they want them to be. And the fact is like they're just not there yet. If you get George, I mean honestly, maybe if you just get George Hill off the team and you get 24 competent minutes off of the court, and you feel like yeah. you have to play Justin Jackson or Hami or Kendrick Williams in those minutes, then it's like, okay. Like that, I mean, he scored 21 points on nine shots. Nine shots. <laughs> yeah. So not Trey Young good, but. Yeah, not yeah, not Trey Young, where Trey Young is like, trying to set, he's setting records out there for fewest yeah. amount of shots. I mean, he had, what did he have? Like, yeah, 40-something on 12 shots the other night. I mean, just... Yeah, 37, I think. It's just so sick. Just so sick. Yeah, yeah. But they, they've got work to do. They, you can't you, you can't continue to put this good of a product out on the court <laughs> and expect to get the, the fifth pick in the draft. You just can't... They just can't do it. Like They just have to... And they'll find a landing spot for him. Like George Hill, I, can you name a team he wouldn't help or that he wouldn't play on? It's... He could he could play for a lot of teams. Yeah, you can name teams that cannot get him. You can name a few, uh, but not because like it's it's because of cup rules and stuff like that. But sure, sure, sure. Everyone that can, like, I don't think a way there was a clear way to to put him in LA um, or to the Clippers, which are two teams that might really uh, benefit from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. Probably the Clippers are really looking into moving uh, Lou Williams or Pat Beverly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, every if it's everywhere. I mean, can you imagine him in Brooklyn? I mean, he's the perfect guy to have there. I mean, you have already two yeah. very good guards. But if you have three that can play together uh, with KD and, and Levert and whoever, why not? Do you really need Torian Prince? I don't think so. You probably don't need a, a first-round pick in 2024. Mm-hmm. So let's just do it. Like there is a lot of there are a lot of teams out there that can benefit from George Hill. I mean, mm-hmm. you just. But if you're Presty, you need really to play this out correctly. Yeah. Like if you wait a bit more, you may get a better pick. But if you wait too much. This team is too good to tank. They are too good to tank. It's unfortunate, but they yeah. they definitely they definitely are. And a huge. Not every coach could do this. I'll we'll start there with. And this is one game, but not every coach yeah. could could get them here. Mark Dagnall's doing a really good job. Yeah, and I mean, you just. I mean, I'm not. I'm not talking about the Billy Donovan Bulls, which they've been super terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's doing his job perfectly. What can you say? Oh man, Cade plus Patrick Williams plus plus I don't know, uh, Markman, the yeah, corpse of Levine. It is. It is good, but that's this is not the job he signed up for. <laughs> I'll tell you that he didn't leave OKC to go is tank it? in Chicago. Who knows? Maybe the plan is just get Cade, and then we will spend a lot uh, to get 
a free a prime like a premier free agent like Tobias Harris. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's just it's just the guy. That, oh man, maybe all depot. This is the plan. Like be bad yeah. so that we can get all depot next season and be oh, a gosh. 35 38 win team again and again and again. I'm glad know. I'm glad he's gone because I think that Mark Degnall is doing a really fantastic job with this team. The rotations are really good. You're yeah. still getting minutes for Pokushevsky in there, which I don't not every coach is gonna play Poku. That's yeah. and and obviously there is some alignment there with the front office yeah. that exists because if not, we don't see eleven minutes from Poku and twenty minutes from Maladon. We don't see that. You you yeah. probably see Justin Jackson getting minutes. Really? Probably even like Darius Why? Miller getting wait, wait, minutes. Wait, 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 wait. What? Stop for a second. Wait. Mm-hmm. Why should a coach play Justin Jackson more than Teo or Poku? Give me, gi- give me, give me an explanation. Just because be- he's been in the league. That's it. Okay. Is That's that it. enough? He he played. Listen. Justin Jackson, I know he sucks. He's super terrible. He's super yeah. duper sucks. But he played for the Kings, mm-hmm. crap franchise, and he did play for the Mavs. Did so really play for the Mavs? Or was he a guy to put there just because they didn't have anything sure. else? Sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying that not every coach is going to give Alexei Pokushevsky the minutes. I'm just saying I'm really glad that we've got a coach that will. Yeah, Yeah, but you see, like, I've watched uh, a few minutes of Miami, and yeah. Precious was out there playing. I mean, on offense, yep. he's not great, but you put him out there. Mm-hmm. You just you just do training on the on the fly. Like yeah. this is what you should do. I mean, if you're yeah. a good coach and you have an 18 years old guy, nine, barely 19, who's not doing anything super wrong. And I really think that Mark subbed him off. Well, my coach Degnold, uh, it's not my friend, so I should call him uh, at least. Like, um, subbed him out because, like, to save himself. Because I think if I leave him out there, it's not that I'm, I, I really care about what is going to happen on the court, but I'm afraid mm-hmm. that in terms of development, this is not good for him. Yeah. And because, like, Poku was really mad at himself and, and, I don't think he should be. Like, yes, you should have gone like two out of six. Um, but those are good shots. So uh, yeah. I don't think he's mad about the way in which he played. Um, and but but you you're right. I mean, I don't I don't think that a coach like Degnold wants to lose. He clearly wants to develop guys because this is part of the deal. Yeah. But losing is not part of the deal having to coach a team that nope. is not ready to win is part of the deal. Mm-hmm. And like in his shoes, I would do the same. Like try to win at all costs. Show the way in which you can win. Show the adjustments. Like the That's his job. The defensive that, is, that is his job is to exactly. win games. Yeah. That's his purpose. Yeah. And to put to like in implementing complicated way to win games and to uh, to scheme out uh, the opponent's efficiencies and to to play like good defense it's important because a player mm-hmm. learns how to play in a complicated system mm-hmm. will this lead to a few more wins 
sure, but it's fundamental. Like there are players that are in the league from a while and don't know how to play that way. Mm-hmm. You're just like randomly jacking up shots or whatever. You don't need to do that. Um, so I'm really glad that this team is playing and it's beautiful to watch. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, of course. When when there is, uh, I don't know, Roby and Justin Jackson and whoever on the court or tonight Kenrich Williams, which really put everything he had on the court or Hami or, I don't know, Poku, Maledon, you, you will see a lot of misses and probably the other team having a nice run. But it's not like bad basketball. It's just they're missing shots. Yeah. I agree. I agree. They they've the front office has got some more work to do if they want to get to where they want to go. Because yeah. this the the players are completely bought in mm-hmm. to what Coach Degnot wants them to do, and they're executing it well. And yeah. we need we need some Justin Jackson in our life. We need some we need our homeschool basketball player to come and and lead us to the fifth pick in the draft. That's what we need. Yeah, and there are teams that will look to trade for guys that OKC has. I see Toronto yeah. as a team that cannot really afford a down season. And yeah. they are 0-2. I'm not, I'm not saying that they are as bad, but probably they miss something at the center position. Will they look hard at like acquiring Horford? Can they even do that? I have to check. Probably Norman Powell. We already discussed that. Probably Norman Powell has to be involved. Yeah, he does. But, that's what, and that's what makes it tough is the money f- for them to get there. He would help them a, a ton. And now that Giannis is off the table, because that's it was always going to be a no. Yeah, uh, until Giannis is off the table. Now Giannis is off the table. So now, yeah. if you throw Horford into the Lowry Van Vliet and an OBC Occam lineup, oh boy, yeah, like yeah. that's, that's, your that's lineup. really it's really nice. And I don't know what else OKC could throw in there to to help them because they still will need help off the bench. Because if they trade Norman Powell, then Kenrich, Kenrich, no, seriously, (laughs) seriously, he's a guy that knows how to play. He's not great, but he knows what to do and and how to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's fun. But then like Chris Boucher, like Chris Boucher is actually pretty good. Uh, But then like. Bembry and Matt Thomas, like those are guys that are playing for them. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe Malachi Flynn can get it together enough to play this season. Yeah, maybe so. That would be yeah, he could be a helpful player to them. But yeah, I mean Horford helps them quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let me see if I can pull up the trade machine to see if we can get Horford there. Or I mean, do you have any other Horford ideas? Uh, he's going to be the tough one. He's going to be the really yeah. difficult one to trade uh, on this roster. It's it's Hill. His his contract is good. His it, he's obviously a guy that can fit on a lot of teams. I don't think that they'll struggle to find a landing spot for him. Yeah, money free. wise is complicated, but I I still think that a team like the Wizards could use Horford a lot. Thomas Bryant is not any like. He scored on the opponent's basket last night. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Thomas Bryant. He depressing. He dunked. He dunked. (laughs) 
right down the wrong basket. Wrong. Okay, Al Horford wrong. to the Raptors. And here's where it's difficult because you can't, they can't trade Siakam Lowry no. or Van Vliet for him. So, like, Norm Powell. Aaron Baines. 10.8. Aaron Baines, 7. Oh, I'd love to have Aaron Baines in the Thunder locker room. That would be fun. Yeah. Is yeah, that, you're too not, far away. Yeah, it's not close enough. And then, yeah. like, Stanley Johnson? Wait, no. is he on the team? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think he's on the team either. Pat McCaw, 4 million. Wonderful. Do they have him? It's 21? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They do. They have him. Yeah. Still not there. No, it's because of the Baines restriction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is, but that, I, is that close enough money-wise? Uh, uh, probably. I think it actually might be. 21 times 1.2. I think after that yeah, trade restriction no, is no. lifted, it could be enough. Yeah, maybe maybe you need a hair more, but... Yeah. Anybody no, else? No. Uh, Wizards, can you see if the Wizards somehow can get can create a Let's package. see. Uh, Thomas Bryant, 8.3. Yeah, Coming back to OKC. Ish Smith. Ish Smith makes six. Uh, I don't no, know, man. I don't know that we else. can get there. No. No, there's nothing else. Too see, bad this because... Is, that's, this, is the, this is the struggle that yeah. Thunder will have with trading Horford. It's, a, his, it's the same one they had, frankly, with Chris Paul. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, there's like three teams we feel like could trade for him. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that that may be better uh, trading for Horford, but it's not really... Uh, they don't have to do it right now. The Warriors, clearly. The Kings, yes, they can, but... Yeah, I just Harrison, have to put their Harrison Barnes. Barnes, yeah. Would you do that? No. Barnes has got three years left. No, no. It's horrible. It's a bad That's... contract. I don't want to... S- and to be honest with you, if you remove George Hill, even if you keep Horford, you are... The point is not... Like, trading Horford away and keeping George Hill means more minutes for Muscala, which is worse than Horford, but not as much as playing Hill. Well, if you don't play Hill, probably you start either Williams or... Um, Justin Jackson or Hami, which mm-hmm. which is horrible for your starting unit. If you have, if you don't have Horford and you play Muscala, you play the same way. Mm-hmm. Wow! People are asking about Portland in the chat for Horford. I don't know that you can get there with Portland. Well, you I can, mean, money wise, but you. But who you is ha- it though? Who? How do you get there, money wise? Because um, they're not trading Dame, CJ, no. Nurkic, Covington. No. They're trading those guys. You can't trade those guys. So then it's like Rodney you Hood and Derek Jones Jr. get you to about 20. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you do that, you probably ask for Zach Collins. Those three players. One, two, three. It will not work Zach because Collins. of the restriction. Can you get Zach Collins? Do you think you can get Zach Collins for Horford? Well, will he ever be healthy enough to uh, to play in the NBA? I don't know. You don't get any other assets, clearly. It's just... No, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, I think that's already too much. 
for That's the idea of Zach Collins or for the real play? How many games did he play in the league? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I, I gonna, I'm going <laughs> to check, though. <laughs> I don't know. But, man, I, I, I would. I mean, if I'm Portland, I don't do that. I would. You like Anthony Simons? No. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Remember how all the hype around Anthony Simons? Yeah. Yeah. I huge, it. huge hype train. It's 154 games. Yeah. That's not great. Like 66 great. year one, 77 year two, 11 last season. 11? Yeah. That's bad. That's, that's that, that is bad. That is bad. And can you guess the average points? Over four? 5.7. 32% yeah. from three, 72% from the line. 47% over the last two seasons. Um, yeah. Maybe like, you do it then. Like, the idea of Zach Collins is way above his production. And trust me, yeah. I watch every single game of Zach Collins in college. Yeah, it's yeah. great. But he has to stay healthy to, yeah. to be proved. Like, you get Horford, you save probably the season because you, you have... A big man that can play. Yeah, I don't love the fit. No, because to, you have to play to be Nurk. Clear. You want Al Horford to be your center. Like, yeah. The end. Yeah. And if he's not, we sh- we saw what happened in Portland yeah. last year. Yeah. I don't I don't like I don't love the fit. Uh, it's it's going to be tough to get him uh to where you want him to go. Al Horford. But not my job. Yeah, Sam Presti's job. job. Sam Find find this guy a landing spot, will ya? Uh, let's see. Let's go to some questions in the chat. We had one from Jess, African Kiwi. She says, hi, from Perth, Australia. Thanks so much for listening. She says, Merry Christmas. I love tracking with you guys season by season. Is your heart loving Russ on the Wizards this season? I feel so much joy now that he's no longer with Houston. Yeah, me too. I'm probably going to watch a bit more of the Wizards now that yeah. he's there, Rui's there. They have a lot of shooting. Um, I have to see how they lost with the crazy hot Orlando Magic. They seem to be oh very good gosh. at the beginning of the season every single year, and then they flame out quite easily. Maybe this is what happens again. But um, they scored 38 points in the. 38 points in the fourth quarter, the Wizards did. Or the Magic did. Yeah. Oh, this is Magic Wizards. This is the... Uh, <laughs> this is the the fantasy game of, of our dreams here. Yeah. By the way, yes, those are equations. Because my... my on, on my shirt. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Yes, I'm a nerd. That, <laughs> I, I hope that that was clear even before uh this hoodie but uh yeah uh no i'm sure sure russ is fun to watch and yeah is oh, even more yeah. fun when he doesn't play for a team that you despise um so yeah i'm I'm glad that he's there i hope that they will win a bit more um than what they are doing currently because they they are talented they are talented enough to win 35 games this season 30 yeah 
32 games this season, 34 games. I don't know. Mm. Around 50%. And I hope they get there um, sooner rather than later. I do too. I do too. They're fun. Uh, Russ had another, he said two triple doubles in two games. They've lost both games yeah. so far. Not not wonderful, but I think I still have faith that they can get it together. Damos had a triple double. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah, I watched the first game. Thomas is awesome. He's just doing everything. Oh, boy, everything 22, 10, and 11. Yeah, he's it's, it's, it's just, it's just like doing all the things that a good player should do on the court. Very I interesting. I just, I just love him. Uh, let's see. We'll go to some questions in the chat. We have Adam Brandt wants to know if Boston can get Horford. It's, it's the easiest trade to do. It's the very easiest trade to do because all you have to do is just trade him into the trade exception and then you can mm-hmm. take back a small asset. I think it's a it's a great trade for the Thunder because one, you get Horford out of here. He can stop helping you win games immediately and you mm-hmm. don't have to take back a player that's helpful. Yeah. And you can... I mean, what can they... They take Boston's lottery protected or top 20 protected pick back yeah, for 21? I, I, I don't think they will. I don't think that this trade happens. I, I think it's a good trade for them. Uh, you can yeah. even ship both Hill and, and Horford for the corpses of Teague and whoever they don't like they kind of they kind of need teague though but if they have george hill they don't need teague like if yeah if they can get george hill they don't need teague yeah that's true it's i don't know i don't i don't like the fit i don't it's not that i don't like the fit i like the to have an extra ball handler but teague is not really a player that i like um yeah and the point is what do you do do you trade tristan thompson to okc because if you don't you don't really have time for him if Orford is there, you you may yeah. get away with having Tyson Orford playing like ten minutes together. Sure. Um, I would just I mean, trade to them George Hill. Period. Just like, give him George Hill. Yeah, yeah. Again, Hill is the <laughs> is, should be the number one target um, because Horford. Again, I don't know. I have the I have a feeling that. Even if all is there, it's not that he's going crazy. George Hill will mm-hmm. go crazy. He will help OKC win because he's an efficient player that if you give him open shots like they did in Milwaukee, he's a guy that can shoot 50% from three. He did that. You know that yeah. it can happen and he will keep shooting when he's open. The only mm-hmm. way to, to limit his impact is to play him 24 minutes like they did, Yeah, which is something that you can do, but only to a certain degree because when he is hot what do you do not your time yet it's Mm -mm. it's not going to work no no it won't work uh hello from the philippines arnold gamboa thanks so much for listening uh do we have any news on ariza uh ariza trevor is not going to play for the thunder not going to join the team Mm -hmm. they're going to try to find a landing spot for him that's the plan so yep. that's it's he won't be on the Thunder ever. Uh, Michael Clampus says he can't stop thinking about Hill and Horford to the Warriors. They 
dude, they need them bad. If they want to yeah. be any good, and uh, let's just be very clear. The Thunder are not getting James Weissman or no. the Minnesota pick in any trade unless it involves Shea. No, <laughs> I don't know that. Maybe suppose that the, the Wolves somehow are better than expected and by the deadline they are. Oh, yeah. If, if like at the deadline, 60%. the Timberwolves, yeah, if it's looking like it's going to be like the 12th pick. But even better. I don't think that if it's the, if it's a lottery, if the projection is lottery, you don't get it. If it's yeah. not lottery, then do you really take that for Wiggins? Because it's the only Dude. way to get Horford there. Yeah. They won't yeah. pay. So you need to get Wiggins. And I don't think they want Horford. They just want Hill for Wiggins. That is a trade that I can see happening. Because oh. you, you lower the tax bill by a lot. A uh, lot. It works immediately because you have the Steven Adams trade exception. So I think it works. Uh, I have to yeah. check if the the two salary matches but you can you can work it out you can renounce the trade exception you, then you are under the salary floor you trade heel to them it's not enough it's not Stephen adams trade exception is not enough well you can do it forget about the way i mean okc is currently under the salary floor so they they can renounce all the trade exceptions i hope that john will not kill me for saying this um and then they can just acquire wiggins into their cap space the, the trade just works. So, uh, do you really get Wiggins? That's not worth it. That's not worth you it. You need two, two first round pick for that, at least. Yeah. So, you Wig- need to get Wiggins 2021 so bad, from, the man, from the Warriors so and the, 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 the Minnesota pick. This is how it yeah. This is how you do it. Yeah. The, the, that, that contract is so bad. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's he's just super sucks. He's terrible. He's like Justin Jackson with a green light. Yeah, which or Kelly Oubre. <laughs> you can't get well. They can't trade Kelly. Oubre no, I mean I, no, I was saying that Wiggins is Kelly Oubre because he's they are oh, the same. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, the yeah. same player. He's they're so bad. They they've both been super terrible yeah. so far. Maybe that team that back. team is rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now they have one good player. Yeah. Like James Weissman's producing, but I don't think he's he's not good yet. Uh, then like people, for whatever reason, people on podcasts love to pump up Brad Wanamaker. Like, yeah, no thanks. Uh, Marquise Chris plays entirely too much for them. Yeah. Uh, Eric Pascal exposed for who he is. That team sucks. That team is player. terrible. They man, they need they just need guys. They need they need dudes. Yeah, and the point is like I know that you don't put a lot of effort and money to get an asset this season which will not change anything and mm-hmm. uh, a guy that I clearly cannot pronounce his name because it's a well, it's it's, in, it's written with charters that I don't recognize. says, what do you think the Warriors' realistic ceiling is? Um, not high. And this is why you don't trade the bank for this season. But think about it this way. Like, George Hill is a guy that will help you today and tomorrow. Yeah. It's a very reasonable contract to have. You can pronounce to Ubre If you move away from Wiggins, it means millions saved. For you, yeah, 
uh, and a player that makes sense whenever Clay comes back. So you basically get Sean Livingston with a three-point shot, which is exactly the player you need to make everything work. Um, I don't know the price, though. The price tag is the real issue here because you already... You don't want to trade away your first round pick entirely because if it happens to be the number one pick, you you really don't want that. But if you don't, then OKC says, "Too bad, I don't get Wiggins for a, like the number twenty pick in the draft. It's just not no. going to happen." No, he is. Yeah, he is. He's actually like the ultimate tanking player. Yeah, but he's also and- a player that disrupts whatever you're doing on the court. He's one of those guys that I was mentioning before, like a guy that is not used to playing a certain system and he's just whatever. Hey, Minnesota's won more games than the Warriors at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I don't I don't know that the beginning of the season is so wacky, mm-hmm. all, almost always, where you have these teams that are like, oh, I mean, the Kings are doing it right now even. They're winning games. Oh, is this the year the Sacramento Kings get it together? Listen, guys, it's not. Maybe. It's not. Maybe. Yeah, see, this is what we do. It's not. It's not. The the Kings are going to be terrible. It is possible. It it is possible that they are better than expected. It is always possible. My point is, you should not conclude that by the results of the first two days. Of the season, yeah. This is totally, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. also another suggestion uh, that I want to make to everyone that looks into numbers and blah blah blah. Uh, don't use single game plus minus, and even the plus minus of the first. Uh, I would say fifteen games. I was going to say wait twenty games exactly before we draw any kind of conclusion. Exactly, you need you need. You need an, I mean, even after five games, you're gonna you're gonna think you have a feel for what's happening in the mm-hmm. league. No, 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 no. Like yeah. wait, wait twenty games, and then we can have discussions on. Okay, this this team clearly needs this. This this team is exactly. You can figure in the twenty games you can figure out what teams are. In five yeah, games, and, no. And it, it may happen that you have like a feeling or you have an idea of the team, and that could be right. Like, you could Mm -hmm. have a very good idea after two games, after four Mm -hmm. games, after whatever. Just don't use numbers to prove your point when it's too early. Because there is a lot of noise. A lot of noise. Uh, Mm -hmm. The bubble numbers are useless for a Mm -hmm. single player. They do tell you something if you take the, the entire bulk of shots. And you can say that in that particular environment, the players shoot a better percentage and you can even infer that it has to do with the location. With mm-hmm. the, even the echo <laughs> that the, the, the uh, ball makes um, because you hear it. Like, it, that that you can do. So, um, I'm not true. saying that don't don't make prediction because, like, after 20 games is mathematically possible to make very accurate projections. So, it's, it's just reality. Uh, mm-hmm. You can make prediction before, but just don't use the wrong numbers and the wrong... Uh, tools to make prediction you can say well what i'm seeing for the thunder is they are playing a certain way great and that way will lead to open shots great this is a great way to pro- to, to process it's not that 
well, OKC shot 28% on open shots, therefore we will be bad. No, that that you cannot do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Listen to McKellie on that one. Uh, Michael Clampett says, so my projection of OKC going 72-0 and with Shea hitting 72 game winners may not come to fruition? It's very probable that it comes to fruition. So <laughs> let's bet on that. And I don't know. Now that that's out in the universe, Michael, it's all over for us. It's all over for us. Okay, thanks so much for listening to our pod. It's good to be back. We'll have more shows for you this week. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. Hope that you're spending time with your family uh, and the people that mean the most to you. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging with us on the stream and listening to our show. If you could leave us a five-star Apple podcast review, that is extremely helpful for us. It's a nice little uh, after Christmas gift that you could give our show. I hope you guys just have a wonderful day. And we'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday.